Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. Hello and welcome to another episode of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. And I'm Morgan Spatola. Oh my goodness! Welcome, Morgan. Hello! It's so good having you. It was so nice meeting you at PodCon 2. Yes, we met in real life and now we're friends forever. Yes. Because that's how that's, the, the internet friendship works. That's how podcasting yes. is. Mm-hmm. And you're here with us today. It's a very, very special day. For you, I understand, because <laughs> because it's the one day in a in every person's life where they watch their first episode of Ghost Adventures. It was buck wild. I had no idea what I was in for. I mean, I've listened to your show before, so I had like a little bit of an idea. But I think listening to something about Ghost Adventures is no substitute for actually watching the show. Agreed. <laughs> totally was, agreed. That was wild. We're glad you got to watch it. Do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I do a lot of things, uh, but most notably, I uh, help out on the Scavengers Network, and I am on Myth Takes, uh, one of the rotating cast members on Scavengers Network's show where we play Monster of the Week. I also do Taste Testers, which is a cooking show that Scavengers Network has on YouTube, and um, as of this week, I'm launching a brand new show, so be sure to look it up, and it's called Morgan Needs a Podcast. Um, and it's about what my next podcast is going to be. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, uh, one of the reasons we decided to invite you on the show today is because we have a, a brief announcement to make, and we, we don't have to take too much time up with this, but Insanely Haunted is one of the newest members of the Scavengers Network family. Hooray! Welcome! <laughs> Thank feels, you! It feels so good to be here. Thank you. Yes, we're so happy to have you guys. So listener, um, make sure you're checking out other Scavengers Network shows like the ones Morgan just mentioned, because as uh, as Morgan mentioned, it is a YouTube network as well as a podcasting network. So you can look up all kinds of cool stuff. Scavengers Network. It's really fun. We're mm-hmm. so glad to be here. Yay. Um, but a lot of great people. <laughs> we're also glad to have watched this particular episode of Ghost Adventures. So glad. This one is called Black Moon Manor, and we picked it because of the name. It sounded very scary. Sounded kind of sexy. It reminded me of vampires. Yeah, yeah. But we Black didn't have Moon. any of that. Yeah, no vampires in Black Moon Manor. Real missed opportunity. <laughs> this is a place that used to apparently be a smallpox hospital and is now definitely a haunted house attraction for Halloween. And there is no evidence really either way, which is something we discover over the course of this episode. And evidence is a very big deal in this episode. Oh, yeah. Zach is like obsessed with facts and knowledge and real things in this one. It seems like someone introduced him to the concept of like the scientific process and like doing research. And now he's like 
he was real into it. It's almost kinda. like it's almost like a uh, Zach like went forward in time and listened to some of our podcasts <laughs> and then too. went backward in time. <laughs> yeah, now he's a lot more interested in in the truth than before when it was more just like how loud do I have to yell at these ghosts? <laughs> Well, and and Morgan, it's like this, you can, you can tell when stuff like this happens. He all of a sudden out of nowhere appears to be like really defensive and really thorough. And then like 99% of the other episodes, that's just totally out the window. So there must've been something before this episode that made him feel like he really had to go down hard on evidence. Yeah. It definitely seems like he's, he's doing it in response to something. That's for sure. Yeah, But at the same time, not really. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Not really. Really, though. It's what he thinks is 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 getting down hard on evidence. We meet a few people over the course of this episode. Oh wait, where is this place? Oh, it's in um, Bl- Buck Creek, Indiana, which is in Buck Buck Creek Township. I believe. Yeah, I missed that. That's good to know because I was actually wondering that the whole time. <laughs> it is in northern, like kind of northwestern Indiana, not to actually really close to Indianapolis, I would say, maybe like an hour and a half to two hour drive away. Mega cornfields. Mega cornfields. uh, Mega ghosts also, Mm -hmm, apparently. mm -hmm. So we meet a bunch of people in this episode, some of whom are paranormal investigators, one of whom is the now owner of this place, presumably the person who turned it into a scary, spooky haunted (laughs) house attraction. My favorite thing about it is they're like, oh my God, it's so haunted. It's like so haunted. And they're like showing and it's like, like somebody who knows who took some chalk and just like drew a lot of numbers all over the wall. And then like someone else splashed a bunch of fake blood all over the wall. And they're like, wow, look at how haunted it is. So haunted. <laughs> and they're like, uh. <laughs> one of the, one of the rooms is covered in chalkboard paint and has, someone has written, I will not follow you home over, over and over on it. Like they're a naughty child ghost. And there's God. a chair on a wall. Yeah. That's like, that's a, the most confusing part, I think, of the entire episode was the weird wall chair shelf. Yeah. I'm guessing they're going for like a disorienting type of feel, mm. which is what the Ghost Adventures crew feels the whole time they're there. Well, it worked then. Yeah, it did. So, Morgan, <laughs> what is your first impression? Can you give me a first impression on each of these three gentlemen who leads this television show? Okay, so Zach was, he wears too much hair gel and doesn't, he doesn't seem like the type of person that would actually be into ghosts, which is kind of interesting. Because he was talking about, like, oh, all the, the energy and blah, blah, blah. And, like, usually douchebags aren't, like, in tune to energy like that. So oh, yeah, that's kind of, yeah, yeah. you know, I was like, oh, okay. Aaron is a cute puppy dog and I love him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's definitely my favorite person. Just, like seeing him alone during the lockdown because he was alone during the lockdown in this one I guess he um for like half of it yeah for like every time something happened though like his like his cute surprised O face as Cassie called it was like fucking hilarious like I just couldn't get over it every (laughs) single time and then the other guy was Nick is that the one that climbed in the wall the the totally forgettable one yeah well that's (laughs) exactly so there you go he's totally forgettable and he definitely seemed the most like most not into to it like because they like forced him to climb into a wall which like not not cool but <laughs> they forced him to climb into this old nasty wall and he's just like 
trying to get a reaction from the supposed spirit. And he's like, so I'm in here. Do you ever come in here? Are you, are you here? Like, do you want to say anything? I don't know. I don't know. I guess. And so it was very half-hearted. I think those are my impressions. <laughs> he wasn't feeling it in this episode. No. Usually Nick is very serious about spirits and the, and the, you know, the beyond. I mean, they made him climb into a wall. So I really don't yeah. blame him. And, and Zach made Aaron going first for a really long time. Zach didn't do much of anything in no. this episode. So I could see why they'd be a little PO'd. He did the research. He did the oh, research. Yeah. And all what, that hard work. Whether the whether the members of the historical society wanted him oh, to be doing God. that research or not. <laughs> so, so he goes <laughs> Yeah, this is like the most exhaustive I've ever seen them get. This is my favorite part of the show. He um to to verify the the word of this man who owns the place. Who he doesn't which, trust for whatever reason. How many fucking times does he actually try and verify the evidence? Like, he'll... I, I can count on one hand. <laughs> <laughs> so he, like, really goes hard on, we gotta make sure that this is real. And so, first, they first go to a graveyard, and they're like, oh, gee, this for is all, really hard. <laughs> all of 15 seconds of screen time in this graveyard, oh, if that. But the reason why they did that was because the owner of the house goes, yeah, we found this old doctor bag in the attic, and here's a list of names of all the people that died in this house. And then he goes, the list wasn't in the bag. I just keep it there now. And he hands him this, like, typed list of names. And so Zach goes, well, he just handed us a list. Like, we can't go off of that. And we're all going, yes, exactly, correct. And so then they go to the graveyard to verify all the dead people names, which is, like, not, like... I, I mentioned there's better ways to do this. So yeah, that was 15 seconds. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then they go to the library, which was also fantastic. Oh God. So, so the library opened with a very good portent, which was Zach getting roasted <laughs> by a baby. <laughs> uh, and Morgan oh. noticed that he wears big, ungainly Jinko oh jeans. Oh my God, the Jinkos. Yes. He had a whole Fiji water bottle in his back pocket. <laughs> and I was just like, what? Like, he's he's walking into the library like he's a celebrity waving to the people outside <laughs> who are probably just waiting for their mom to come pick them up, oh not waiting gosh. for them. And he's like, hey, kids, you want to go read some books? And some little kid goes, well, I don't really know you. <laughs> so good. Oh, my God. And then they have to talk about stranger danger and put up a big dictionary definition of stranger danger. Also fantastic. If only that caption came up every time Zach Beggins is talking to a female person oh man morgan you didn't see it in this episode but zach has a dream and that (laughs) dream is to have sex with a hot lady ghost oh god he tries it every time he's able to (laughs) well there were no beds in this one so he couldn't can't do it and whenever there is a person with boobs in the picture um it gets really awkward super it also gets very awkward if he's like too close to another guy yeah he doesn't like being in in close situations with other men he has to like make a joke about it because he's feeling uncomfortable and he has to let everybody else know that he's feeling uncomfortable because he's straight everyone oh my god gotta make sure that's super clear he definitely seems like that type of guy like just based on his whole look Mm -hmm. and everything so that doesn't surprise me at all Mm -hmm. very obsessed with his image so the reason we go to the the library here almost said hospital the reason we go to the library here is so that Zach can meet with local historians and their names are Joe and Diana. And Joe and Diana, I don't know why they agreed to this. Diana's not having it all. They have no time for the Ghost Adventures crew. Her face (laughs) screams 
get the fuck out of here. Why are you doing this? Why are you making us do this? I think it was Joe's idea to get on the show. They give the most like one word answers possible. She doesn't I even like. answer Yeah, him. she doesn't speak no, really. No, not at all. <laughs> she just keeps batting her eyes like, holy fuck. Uh, Zach does find a passage about a gentleman named Dr. Henry, but it does not help the investigation at all because it's completely unverified. Just like everything. Everything in this episode is completely unverified. And he's asking a bunch of leading questions to these people and of course she's not replying or responding because she doesn't want to answer leading questions he's doing the whole like well you're not saying that it did happen but you're also saying that it didn't not or that it wait didn't i'm getting not happen. <laughs> yeah 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 he definitely definitely pu- tries to pull that multiple times anyway. uh so we also meet a couple of paranormal investigators uh one of whom has a video that he'd like to show us but the ghosts drained his computer battery of his very old computer. Listeners, we just had some audio issues. <laughs> we got some ghosts to come in the show and try to prove themselves. Just as you were talking evidence. about the, the laptop battery, too. They like, Whoa. you know, they got in and fucked up my laptop. So it's that was definitely ghosts, for sure. You like <laughs> Jeff. Jeff is the guy who gets his laptop fucked with. You and Jeff both experienced this, so you know it's real. Yeah. Jeff is showing them video from, from his investigation. On his shitty computer. On his shitty laptop. <laughs> oh, God, it was. It was like a laptop from like 2008 or something. Yeah. And while he's showing them the video, the laptop just turns itself off. And then I was wondering if they were going to, um, because they kept just zooming in on the screen to show the video. So then I, mm-hmm. I was sitting here for however long that stupid scene was going. Are they even going to like show it for real? Or are we just going to have to look at a camera looking at the screen? But then to, <laughs> their, to their credit, they did actually show us the real video. So that was good. The subject of this video is a rocking horse that kind of moves a little bit. And then a bug flies off of it towards the camera, but it's out of focus. <laughs> so it's an orb. I didn't even see that part. Yeah, there's a big orb that flies off. And usually what they do here is they show you some footage of like the most dust you've ever seen in your life or the biggest bug you've ever seen in your life to prove that this is what dust and bugs look like and that was not a bug. Or dust. Then we meet a man named Matt Gephardt, who used to live in the home when he was younger, growing up, and he lived there for apparently 11 years. And, and the things that he said do sound scary, and I, I'm sure they were real experiences for him. Whether or not they were actually haunted, we will never know. He complained of, like, lots of footsteps on the ceiling, so much so that his mother would have to contact their father and see if he was home or if he was still at work. Oh, wow. And, and then he also remarked about a time where he and his friends were having like a bonfire outside. This and, is so funny. And I, I love this story. <laughs> this would be, uh, yeah, it would be pretty funny to see it happening. I'm sure it was terrifying, but apparently uh, his friends were like bad mouthing, you know, all the haunting crap and saying, oh, it's bullshit. And then one of them gets punched in the face by nothing. <laughs> Ghosts, the ghosts punch you in the face if you don't think they're real. Yeah, that's, that's the punishment. That's the theme of this. If you, yeah, if you go in the house and you yell at the ghosts and say that you think it's that they're BS, then apparently the dark spirit gets you or whatever. Yeah. which happened oh, yeah. to the guy's girlfriend, and we saw the picture. Of that's yes. right. That's right. There's the strange mystery photo 
Don't know what's in that picture, said, but it's human flesh that's injured. Sorry for showing you this graphic photo. And I'm like, what <laughs> is it? Like, what am, I don't know what I'm looking at. Like, it's, We're either looking at butt cheeks or boobs. Yeah, it was that was not clear. I did not know what it was. It was just like white, white round skin with a mark on it that was very blurry. And supposedly yeah. this is evidence that happened after she was talking about ghosts or bullshit. And now she believes in ghosts. Yeah. So to be honest, it kind of looked like she got her belt caught on a nail and maybe got scratched by a nail. It's a good as explanation as as anything, really. It's also around this point that Zach latches on to a theory, and I don't know if y'all noticed this, but he just sort of makes up a theory whole cloth and adheres to it as though it is absolute truth, which is that there is some kind of dark spirit entity that is trapping innocent spirits in this place and also attacking people who don't believe in ghosts. <laughs> right. So then the whole thing just becomes about proving this dark spirit so that they can save and put to rest the yes. innocent spirits because now Zach is a priest or something. Cause... Oh, Morgan, you, you'd love this show because this is like a major theme of Ghost Adventures, which is that Zach Bagans believes he's helping everyone he comes in contact like, wh- with. How, what is your qualification, sir, to lay <laughs> spirits to rest? I don't... I, I mean, he has a cross tattooed on his finger, so maybe, but like... Oh, and his back. Oh, and Isn't his back? Isn't it on his back, oh, too? No. Yeah, he's got him. He's yeah. got him all over the place. He's That's got crosses all over his choice. body. Well, choice. and in later seasons, he gets more and more into the idea that he is like a medium, kind of. Like, he... He believes himself to be psychic. He thinks he gets, like, psychic visions of the past when he enters a haunted space now. What a fantastic like evolution to get to watch through this yeah. show. <laughs> yeah. He's well, a new man every day. And also it is a repeating pattern time and time again where Zach at first talks about how he's going to like put all this shit to rest and give the residents of these buildings closure. But every single episode, if, if the ghosts or demons do exist there, he always like makes it worse at the end <laughs> because he always starts off like, oh, we're here to help you. What can we do for you? and then it ends and up then, with, and then he's like punch me in the face right now <laughs> come on pussy like <laughs> take my energy <laughs> and then he gets them all riled up and he just leaves put someone else in there <laughs> yeah there have been actual like people that never want to work with them again because apparently <laughs> they made the ghost situation worse oh my gosh yeah no I'm not so. surprised at that at all <laughs> yeah. not at all Zach discovers a dead kid fact in this episode fact with a capital F yeah. It Dead is kid fact. the fact that he has. <laughs> so apparently there was a child named Rachel who died at the age of five here, and he squeezes the historical society folks until they give him an inch and say that, yeah, she probably died on the farm. The guy does, not the, the lady. Guy, he is so put upon. He's like, I will say anything to make this meeting end. <laughs> God, yeah, Zach was taking for fucking ever with that. He's like relaxing in the library chair, like with his feet up and they are like sweating. Like just really like, ready. He just needed something. He just needed one thing from them. They wouldn't give him anything at all. Yeah. Which I don't blame them. So in the end, there is no verification whatsoever for the supposed 200 deaths of smallpox. There's no verification for the story of this woman who apparently threw herself in a well that exists inside the home. Oh yeah, did we oh, talk? Yeah 
yeah, not that we didn't talk about that. Yeah. yeah, no, there's a well inside the home, <laughs> like and... straight from the ring. But is it a well, or is it just like a weird? Like, how do we know that's a well? And also, I don't know. There was like shit in it. Like, it seemed like you could see the bottom at one point. It's probably a well, especially like if they're in the middle of nowhere, that's fair. A farm. Like, a lot of people will have uh, straight from the ground water sources. I believe they showed a picture at one point where you saw the well, but there was no building around it. So maybe the building was added mm. later. Did you guys notice that? I or? did not. That. No. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. I. I don't know if I actually saw that, but that's what I thought I saw. Um. They capitalize on the ring comparison. Uh, yeah. This must have been coming out around the same time. Well, it also it's super dangerous. It's like it's, there's no railing whatsoever. Like yeah. two people the almost fall on it, including Zach. Yeah. Zach believes that. Oh my god. <laughs> he believes that the water is. A <laughs> What was it? A geomagnetic source. You got it. You got it. It's a nuclear reactor of ghost energy. Like he throws around all these scientific words like they all mean the same thing and they don't. So Cassie, you do the science, right? All right. Mm -hmm. Thoroughly debunk this for me. (laughs) Geomagnetism is basically like the earth is like a giant magnet and there's like a north pole and a south pole. That's why compasses work. It does change every so often and by so often I mean like millions of years. Chump change in geologic time. Yeah and it's Mm -hmm. like uh, it's actually very good for us. It helps keep cosmic rays at a, a low level so we don't fry to death that like if you've ever heard like about like you know too much radiation on the moon or mars it's because moon and mars don't really have very good magnetic fields or anything at all well yeah they don't have the type of magnetic field that we have on earth i think what zach is trying to say is that water is a conductor of electricity but that's not the same thing that's as such a, geom- a stretch it really is and it's not the same thing as a geomagnetic field so he's just throwing around by the way pure water should not conduct electricity the the, the reason why water conducts electricity is because of ions in the water and different minerals like salt it's the stuff in the water that actually conducts the electricity. So follow up question. How many times have you had to explain that on this show? <laughs> oh, I it's don't a even staple. know. It's a staple of it's insanely just like haunted. You've got it. Like you've got the script now. Because yeah. you've done it so many times. There's well, a couple of notes we hit in basically every episode. Oh, There's the Zach thinks he's like a ghost crusader. There's Zach almost dies in this one. <laughs> and as far as science topics go, he also does the whole um uh electromagnetic field right um he, did he, he? He didn't do that in this one, did he? He did they, not. No, well, they do make a big fuss out of once we get well, into the, the lockdown. Yeah, yeah. We, we we start making a big fuss out of this stuff. So let's get into the lockdown. Right. Again, like so many episodes, the word lockdown is in gigantic air quotes. Right. Because the boys seem to just sort of freely move in and out of the house as they wish, even though there's like 17 locks on one of the doors. Yeah, <laughs> and they're all deadbolts. That I doesn't mean, seem like it's extra safe. Yeah. I wonder if that's part of the decor or if there's just a lot of people who like to break into the place but that's a lot of locks <laughs> i feel like you only need one they're they're also they weren't lined up like they no. so they were they, i think it maybe is part of the decor because if you looked because there were several shots of that which is also wild because i don't know how many times we had to look at it but they weren't lined up all they mm-hmm. were kind of like in a you know zigzag pattern on the door mm-hmm. which means that not all of those are going to work because you need to have the deadbolt lined up properly to, to actually, like actually go yeah to, so yeah. to work so i probably yeah. some of those right. are just for looks this as we mentioned earlier
earlier, this is a particular Aaron-heavy lockdown. It's Aaron's adventure, this episode. This is Aaron's adventure. He goes in by himself. Well, he is sent in uh, unceremoniously by Zach. (laughs) Zach gives him the command to heat it up in there. And Aaron's face is just like fucking... Fucking again? Really? And Aaron's insult to get a rise out of the ghosts is probably one of the best insults of all time. He says, I'm going to come in here and tear this house down and build a theme park on top of it. How do you like that? (laughs) And then nothing happens. This is going to be a roller coaster. Would you like that? Like, oh, that's like, wow. You're really grasping at straws at this point, aren't you? (laughs) Oh, Oh, and they're really talking about bullies a lot this episode. Yes. We hate bullies. Well, what are you doing right now? Yes, precisely. Gotta bully the bully. He tests a bunch of different rooms out to try and see how ghosty they are. There's a wheelchair. There's a sequence while he's investigating these rooms where Zach is like, he's just holding the walkie talkie up while Zach talks to the (laughs) ghosts for him. Which makes me wonder, why didn't Zach just go in there and talk? Yeah. Zach was feeling very drained from all this research he did. Why couldn't Aaron talk? (laughs) Like, well, we heard Aaron try to talk. It was not great. So I guess, and and Zach obviously still wants to be part of the show of or the the main item in the show. At one point, Zach has to clarify: if there's any nice ghosts here, we're not talking to you. <laughs> we're talking to the bad mean ghosts. The bad mean ghosts that I made up. Also, fuck you, ghosts. <laughs> yeah. There's when Aaron walks into the well room. I've never felt so scared watching oh an episode God, of Ghost yeah. Adventures. Shit. It was. Don't they bring flashlights? Because it seems like they don't. And that's also not good. No, it isn't. They're just walking around in the dark. Later, when Zach develops eyeball problems because he spends all his time walking around in (laughs) dark rooms, he blames it on ghosts. And in a way, that's true. But it's just not true in the way that he thinks. Oh, poor man. This poor man. Mm, I know. Man, I almost... It's almost enough to feel bad for this guy, but somehow I don't But he also, like, to blame domestic abuse issues on demons. Yeah, that's not... That's, like, not choice at all, so... No. Yeah. So Aaron completely fails to swagger at these ghosts. He's, like, trying to be tough and failing miserably. At one point, he thinks he hears mumbling, and we kind of get, like, little translations of that, but Morgan, as you pointed out, kind of feels like they just stuck it in there afterwards. There was a few times... There was one time when I actually did hear something, but I was just like, you know, obviously my, I didn't interpret it like, oh my God, he's hearing a ghost. Like I heard something, but then there was another time when he goes, oh my God, you hear that? And there's nothing. Then they replay mm-hmm. and then there's clearly something. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm suspicious. Mm-hmm. Skeptical. Yeah even they apparently got several voices including get up here and no one's up here ghost just having was some it fun no one's them. up here or no one's in someone's in here <laughs> and they don't really sound like anything if you don't look at the tv yeah. and what they put in words is this where zach decides time to bring out the big guns i.e zach bagans <laughs> I guess so. God. He does. He does go in with the spirit box. Oh, my favorite ghost hunting. I, they they must have cranked the volume down on it this time because it was a, a barely a whisper. But Morgan, usually when the spirit box comes out, it's like the only thing you can hear. I in like the that you had to pause the show to preface and, and advise me about what the spirit box was just so that I was like prepared for the nonsense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted you to kinda, know. It you kind know? of fell flat. No, I appreciate the warning for sure. But uh, <laughs> 
it looked like he was just carrying an Amazon Echo Dot around. Yeah. Um, I yeah. don't know if you've seen those, the new, the new hot gadget this last Christmas, but um, that is definitely, it didn't look like anything. At all. He was like, Alexa, where are the ghosts? <laughs> Searching. So w- there was basically a couple of spirit box responses. Mm-hmm. Some of them more sensible than others. I didn't really write down many of them because I don't I don't hold any I don't think this thing is anything. I just think it's nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just scans the radio. You're going to get people voices when you do that. That's all yeah. it sounded like was just like other people's walkie talkies coming through. Like yeah. it could have been the fucking film crews walkie talkies for all we know, because like, you know, they got them like, you, like the, not the, the ghost hunting crew, but the other people that are actually part of the crew of this show. I don't know. Morgan well. says in the intro that they don't have film crew following them around. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, they could be lying. It could be I, like Billy. I just doubt that. <laughs> but by the way, Billy does, he chops oh, his Billy. hair off oh, in this Billy. episode. My beautiful I don't boy. know if you know this, Morgan, but Billy many times has sported a giant, carefully sculpted mohawk. Oh, wow. For no apparent reason. He chops that thing no, off. No, he clipped his wings, flew too close to the sun. <laughs> I'm looking him up right now. It boggles my mind. There it is. All right. Yeah. See yeah. how like majestic that thing is? Yeah, and he, he doesn't did not use have it, it for all. anything. That was gone. Yeah. I was quite shocked that Zach Beggins did not instigate a basically a, a cave dive into this, this well. Because usually... <laughs> Usually if there's a hole, he's going in there. Yeah, usually if there is a hole in rock, they will go into it, even if it's like not really allowed or against the law. And I'm surprised that they didn't like go spelunking down this thing. I am too, actually. I really did expect that because they kept talking about how someone jumped into the well to kill themselves. So Mm -hmm. um, I was definitely expecting someone to go in the well at one point to look for anything. Um, Zach almost ends up in the well. Yeah, because of the lack of flashlights, which is... Oh my God. Whose insurance is paying for that? Is it theirs or is it like the homeowner? Like, that's all I could think of, too. Probably Travel Channel, to be honest. Yeah. But he's like literally just within a step of falling into the hole. Now, Morgan, you said that you thought that you saw like stuff in the well. Yeah. Well, it was like for a brief moment, but I feel like Mm -hmm. when it was during the day, they like panned in there. Mm -hmm. And it looked to me like there was a bottom of the well and there was like some, like a rock or something in it, like, or just trash you know okay but they okay. were like oh it's 70 feet deep or whatever and i was like it doesn't look 70 it's, feet deep but hmm. the editing is so erratic in this show that it clipped away so fast that i had no idea what i mm-hmm. actually saw so also maybe they filled it up and it still yeah. is 70 feet deep but it just is it's much... like 70 feet deep and 69 of those feet nice are rocks and yeah. garbage but i mean maybe for liability <laughs> reasons again if it's like a haunted house now yeah yeah and if it's oh, like shit, a commercial yeah. haunted house they can't just mm-hmm. have people like yeah. Walking around that well. <laughs> yeah. That not good. Next, it's game time. That's what Zach announces. It's game time. He gets the Melmeter out. The Melmeter, Morgan, is a device that tracks temperature and electromagnetic energy. I have no idea why it's called a Melmeter. It doesn't seem to figure into anything. Mm-hmm. This is like the star piece of equipment in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with this, I was trying to think of what M E L could stand for, and I I didn't get there. Magnetic, electric, light bulb, light bulb meter. Yes, Perf- now we know why it's called a millimeter. There you go. Glad we got that out of the way. I solved it. It it gives us the most profound evidence we've ever had to date, which is 
temperature reading of 66.6 degrees Fahrenheit. So spooky. Demons confirmed. The Lucifer number. The sign of the beast. Isn't that what he said? It does. He does say this, yes. Oh my God. (laughs) And supposedly the spirit box also says a demon at the same time as this is happening. (laughs) And it says evil too. Yes, evil. And Aaron, like a parrot or maybe a small child, just repeats everything the spirit box says loudly while pointing at it. (laughs) One of my favorite parts of the episode. It's that demon, bro. (laughs) I just like... It's, it amazes me that they come up with what it said so fast. Like, you really have to exist in a certain type of mindset. Because if that was me, I'd just be like, oh, it chirped again. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, it just mm-hmm. it made a weird clip noise. But instead, they're like, their brains are like thinking so fast to actually supply what they are interpreting those words as. And I actually do find that pretty impressive because I could not come up with something that fast. Yeah. Well, when the only tool you have is a hammer, everything looks like a ghost. <laughs> Uh, so they spend 15 minutes studying the Melmeter and it apparently is going wacky the whole time. Yeah, an actual 15 minutes because they do like a time lapse on that, don't they? They do, yeah. And that's supposed to prove that it's like extra, like real. Yeah, because it does it for a long time. Like, okay, cool. And then after after this, Zach gets really sleepy tired and he has to tag out. He needed a, a juice box, but they didn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he calls Nick over and apparently Nick is immediately hit with this big wave of negative energy when he walks in and Aaron's like, yeah, man, me and Zach both felt that too. Anyway, see ya. Bye. <laughs> then it's just well, Nick. And he's also like, this is a fact. <laughs> this is how we felt. And you cannot dispute that because it is how we really felt. Oh, God. <laughs> True hard evidence. So then they make a Nick go into this crawl space that's like the size of a, a dog door. <laughs> I was so uncomfortable. And Zach gets so judgy about it. Yeah. They, even in the narration. Yeah. They like time it. They do another time lapse and they're like, oh, five minutes. Still hasn't climbed into the creepy crawl space. Oh, 10 minutes. And I'm like, yeah, do you blame him? Like, do you, you <laughs> There's hella hate, spiders in there. Yeah, you gotta like haze him about it. Like, there could be all sorts of bad things that aren't ghosts in there. And he feels like really creepy in there. And like, he, he says he like he's having breathing. He says it's like something was collapsing my lungs in there, the says Nick. Or <laughs> hantavirus. Or that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. He gets absolutely no fucking evidence in there either. So, like, not only did they make him go to this place that maybe gave him hepatitis. But he also developed mesothelioma and later in life. <laughs> like, there was no positive to this exchange for him. No. Not at all. They didn't, yeah, they didn't get any, you know, quote unquote evidence. Nothing. Mm-hmm. He just had to sit no. in there uncomfortably. Yeah, he was just hazed. Yeah. By, by Zach and his jacket inexplicably disappears at this point. I just have to point that yeah. out. Yeah. Ghost took it. Yes. He's standing out there deciding whether or not to go in. And then when he does decide to go in, he's not wearing the jacket anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you can't see it. Like, I don't see it anywhere in the room. Mm-hmm. Unless, well, you know. And then after that, I think he puts it back on at some point that we don't see. So Well, ghosts do get cold. Yeah. yeah it's chilly when you don't have a body. <laughs> they make the cold spots. So they need it to warm up. Just for a little bit. Just, yeah. They'll give it back. Uh, is this... This is around the time when Zach comes back in the house. He's had his juice box <laughs> and he's feeling he's feeling his blood sugar back. He had an orange slice. He's good. So he comes back in the house with the full spectrum still image camera. Morgan, what did you think of this device? That was Okay, that was the thing that did the purple picture. Yes, it takes yeah. purple photographs, yeah. That's it. It just takes 
purple pictures. That's that was, all it yeah, does. That's all it was. And he only took one picture, right? That he showed <laughs> two. us. No, he A had two. two. Oh, yeah. Sorry. One before, one after, or whatever. So, like, yeah. it was, like, one See, picture of the stairs, and then it was, like, with a glare. And then it was, like, yeah. a closer picture of the stairs <laughs> with a different yeah. shaped glare. And then they were, yeah. like, the second one. This this is actually really good. This, he goes, the second one has a definite black shape. Now, we really can't confirm whether or not that is a spirit or, you know, some kind of other aberration of the camera. But we just think it's interesting that the two pictures are different. <laughs> yeah, we can't actually see any like formations of any type of body part, but <laughs> oh, it's a good thing we're watching my favorite TV show, Weird Pictures Adventures. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> and then they just move on, and that was the end of it. That's and it's also like basically the end of the fucking episode yeah. too. After they do that, also that like it just it was just done, and then I went, is that it? <laughs> so Morgan, another another topic we hit in basically every episode of Insanely Haunted is this theory of ghost evidence where if you take two pictures and only one of them has ghosts in it, that means it's like extra good ghost evidence. That doesn't make any sense at all. That's And that's no. the reaction every single guest we've ever had has had. Well, and also a repetitive thing is that they just stop the show like when they're not done. That was like, okay, so I was thinking about that because yeah, they just ended it and that was weird. There was just the and that ending was it. and then that was it. And then I was like, but how do you end something like this anyway? Like there isn't right? a good way to bring an end that like feels like closure to this type right. of nonsense. And then I had another thought that probably the interns do all the editing. Like it's some unpaid kid that just got out of college. <laughs> I don't and know. Like, I don't fucking care, man. One of the editors actually got the job by making a parody of Ghost Adventures on YouTube. Oh, we know he's God. not an editor. Yeah, that's true. It's really good. And we'll send the video to you. <laughs> okay. Wasn't he? He's just a camera guy, right? He doesn't do editing. Oh shit, you're right. Yeah, I don't know who does the editing. We need to like slow mo the the credit scene and uh, check that out. Yeah, I don't think we've ever paid attention to that. It's a trip. The editing on this, like, oh yeah, it's just yeah. all over the place. Really shaky camera. Yeah. A lot of out of focus shots. Yeah, and, and they have. I think this might technically be on a different season. Uh, well, it's definitely not on season six, I believe. See, our our DVDs are so fucked up. They're so they're like, very bootleg looking. I don't know if you could tell from the. <laughs> Menus. A little bit. Um, <laughs> I can tell in this specific episode, there's a lot more usage of like words across the screen, the white words. We're getting close to being able to see our, our favorite phrase pop up on the screen, insanely haunted. But I don't know if you noticed this, Morgan, in the very beginning when he was talking about all the people that apparently died there, it said like 200 people on the screen mm -hmm. and then Zach kind of like walks around the number. <laughs> It was like this weird editing thing trick that they did that I have never seen before. Wait, what do you mean? No, I missed all, like, I didn't. Okay. I didn't, like, it notice was, what you noticed for some reason. It was like, um. We've got Ghost Adventures eyes. It's, oh, for that's sure. Why. Yeah. Actually, Max, you weren't paying attention to it either. I'm sorry, Jeez, you should Max. just watch it again. <laughs> Can you rewind it? It's when he's talking about all the smallpox deaths all the in the beginning. Smallpox. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, Do you see that? Okay. I like didn't even see that. I don't know why, but I didn't even see that at first. Yeah, that was some pretty sweet editing. It was a pretty sweet. That was a cool trick. That was I liked that. I yeah. think the intern that made that was like, hey, Zach, come see what I just did. Yeah. <laughs> and then Zach takes his glasses off the back of his head and it's like, that was so fucking cool, man. That, that was, was really like, neat. I was just trying to make it. Yeah, that was a yeah. good joke. <laughs> I was trying. <laughs> so, um, in 
in summation, what did you think of this episode, Morgan? It was awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did love it. It's definitely one of those thanks I hate it type of situations. It was the most like, I don't want to say eclectic, but like maybe like ADD feeling watching a show sure. that I've yeah, ever yeah. felt yeah. like just all over the place. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that it, this was like, I would definitely want to watch the show some more. Like I've, you've piqued my interest now. Like, yes, just like, yeah, we're sp- just really nothing substitutes actually watching it. Like again, I've listened. Yeah, seriously, I've listened to your show, but it's not the same as actually watching watching the show itself for sure. So. Yeah, it's it's a special experience. Oh, it really is. I had no idea what I was in for. What was your favorite moment from this episode of Ghost Adventures? Oh, there's so many. There was. I'm gonna give a special mention to one that we actually we didn't really hit, but it was. Um, oh, I'll do two favorite moments. But the first one I'm gonna say is when they were talking talking to the guy that lived in the house as a kid. This is, again, this, like, terrible editing. They were showing this shot that was, like, him, like, flipping through these, like, old photos, presumably mm-hmm. from his childhood or something. Like, and it's supposed mm-hmm. to be very, like, I don't know, serious or something. And they were literally just pictures of nothing that were pretty out of focus as well. Yeah. Um, so it was just, like, <laughs> what? Pointless. Like, what's the point of this right now? Like, show me anything else. And then, I don't even think they were pictures of the house. They were just weird pictures. <laughs> Just some like, photos he had. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I got these in my pocket. Let's uh, let's look. <laughs> and then, um, and then my, but my top all time top moment was definitely Zach getting roasted by the kids outside the library because yeah, 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 yeah. nothing could have prepared me for that epic own. It was. It was great. Yeah. She just she nuked him oh, from man. orbit. It was great. Yeah. It was so good. It was. <laughs> How about you, Cassie? Uh, definitely that the the <laughs> the, the, the very sick mean burn. child. And then also, um, Zach pulling a begginsing. That's what we call it when he almost kills himself. Oh. Um, doing stupid shit. Yeah. For me, it was Joe, uh, Joe and Diana, and they're. <laughs> quickly dwindling patience oh those poor people they came in with none and left with even less oh man yeah. well i'm so glad you could join us before we let you go there is one final uh treat we have for you and it's a sequence we call bagans or sorry tweet watch yeah oh. um so we go to Zach Bagans' Twitter and see what he's got to say. Um, first off, about two hours ago, apparently, oh, he shit. retweeted that they are now hiring, again, still, uh, full and part-time tour guides uh, for their haunted museum. Now, I wonder if they're having a problem with people leaving because it's, it's too ghosts. haunted. Too many ghosts. Probably. Or maybe you know they say that most people leave their jobs not because they don't like their job but because it's too haunted. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I want to take a look at um Aaron's page actually. Let's go see what Aaron Aaron's has to say. Aaron's got a blue say. check mark. Hey, cool. Oh, hey. Good for him. Zach Bagans has 42 Point eight thousand tweets. He wow. has over one hundred. He has over one hundred thousand followers. Wow. Which is like, is everybody okay? No, it's it's dropped. He's got nine hundred fifty three thousand. Okay. So Whew. they're not that okay. <laughs> yeah. All is right with the world now. Right. <laughs> Aaron's Twitter is boring. It's Aww. super boring. He seems like he'd well, have a good Twitter. That's too bad. Yeah, he all new really... hashtag Ghost Adventures airs tonight. He doesn't really have that much to say. He retweets a lot. It looks like. Yeah, he just talks about like the new show. Well, what a fun journey we went on today <laughs> Sorry, all together. Yeah, I'm just looking at his Twitter now, so. Yeah. That's... Zach's is probably the most fun to watch. Oh, fun. Speaking of Twitter, Morgan, 
if our listener really enjoyed hearing you, which I'm sure they did, I'm sure they're sitting at home loving it right now. Oh. Where, where else can they find you and more of your great material? Well, you can find me on all social media at Morgan Spatola, which is S-P-A-T-O-L-A. And I also do have a website now, which is just <gasps> MorganSpatola.com. Awesome. Nice. There is not a lot on it yet because I was just trying to get it launched for something happening later this week but there will be more things later so just go look at it because i worked hard on it <laughs> cool <laughs> well so. thank you again for joining us we're so delighted to have a fellow member of the scavengers network on the show oh it was a and treat thank you for having me would you be interested in joining us again in the future oh absolutely and i'll definitely have to have uh one if not both of you on my show at some point nice in the future nice. when i figure out what i'm gonna do with you so okay because it's kind of a weird show so <laughs> okay all right. well, this is kind of a weird show too to be real cool yeah. fair enough <laughs> we want to remind our listeners that we do have a patreon now with different levels support us on patreon at patreon.com slash insanely haunted and of course support the scavengers network on patreon as well if you listen to their shows mm-hmm. we do have new, two new patrons big thank you to Elian and carly our two newest patrons thank without you, so much, you we couldn't we couldn't go on another day <laughs> that sounded <laughs> sorry grim. i'm putting a lot on them i didn't mean to do that um uh, just a reminder if you donate just one dollar you will we'll, we'll say thank you we'll say on the thank show you on the show also Fancy. some of you are aware that i've been working on a really bad painting of zach baggins's bust <laughs> and it is on a little slab of wood, and I'm deciding exactly like where to go with it because I've just like got the basics of like his, his face and stuff. Yeah, you've got Zach in there, but that doesn't mean the painting is done by it does any not. stretch. First off, we're going to at the end of the month, at the end of February. Anybody who has become a patron on Patreon, even if it's one dollar a month, we're gonna put y'all in a raffle to win this piece of crap, and we'll this mail it to art, you. This beautiful piece of art, um, so you can hang it on your wall and have him staring. At you, I highly recommend above your bed. This makes me so happy to hear about. (laughs) (laughs) And I really wanted to ask all of you for your advice. Max and I love putting googly eyes on stuff on our posters. Like we've got a a Harry Harry Potter back here, and I forget like all the time that he's got googly googly eyes (laughs) until like a new friend of ours comes over for the first time, and they like are like, "Oh wow, (laughs) Harry has googly eyes." Um, I really, really want to put some googly eyes on this Zach painting of mine. I just it's solely out of the fact that we love googly eyes and has nothing to do with the fact that Zach has eye problems. Do you think that it would be inappropriate for me to put googly eyes? You're really workshop in this idea live on the air. <laughs> just like I'm aware of the fact that it could be problematic. And I really like disabilities are not funny. Thinking that a disability is caused by a demon is funny. Is it? Uh, the tweets are in. I just, I'm checking. The tweets oh. are in and the tweets okay. say do it. Put the googly eyes <laughs> on Definitely. <laughs> And the tweets also say, actually, I was just looking on Facebook. There's a cute uh, Siamese cat video that I'm going to save for later. Anyway, Hell um, yeah. <laughs> the tweets also say that you should do creepy ghost spirits in the background that have googly eyes if you decide not to put them oh, on Zach himself. Oh, my God. See, there it is. Different yes. sizes. Just like a lot of googly eyes. That the, would be amazing. The heat coming in on this episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if anybody is like interested in winning this garbage art, um, <laughs> please. I'm sure it's donate beautiful one, in its own way. One, it's really bad. <laughs> Please donate one dollar a month at the least, and you'll be entered to win this hunk of garbage. <laughs> 
it's very exciting. And as, yeah. And as a reminder, you can send us fan mail to uh, P.O. Box 1657 Pullman, Washington 99163. Yeah. Um, it can probably be any size because they'll just put a little slip in our mailbox. We have a tiny mailbox. And then they'll shake their their finger at us. They'll wag it and say, no, yeah. no, too big. You sons of bitches. <laughs> Pay us more. <laughs> oh, you should really support your local USPS. I was just joking. Um, You should also, like Max was saying, support our state and national parks, especially our national parks right now. Um, if you visit one, please pick up your trash and don't go near the animals because They're it's wild. not it's not a zoo. Yeah, that's about it, I think. Oh, yeah, I do have Instagram if y'all want to follow me. It's all geology rich and stuff and some weird shit, too. But it's um, Cassie, the Earth Scientist. Signing off, telling you to tip your librarian. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. And I'm Morgan. And you just heard... A, a Class, Class A EVP. Nice. Nice. Is that your, your sign-off every time? Kiora, are you missing something? Do you feel sad sometimes? Does it feel like there's a hole in your soul, something missing that you can't understand, but you need it to feel complete again? Did you know you can fill that hole with dinosaurs? Talking with Dinosaurs is the world's number one rated, not safe for work comedy dinosaur podcast hosted by a New Zealander, and is 100% guaranteed to fill your life with facts about the biggest, scariest, and weirdest extinct creatures to ever roam the earth or your money back. Check it out fortnightly wherever podcasts podcast.